0: Welcome to JTD Talks. My name is Shakira Green, a professional in social media marketing and owner of JTD Co. and JTDCo.shop. On this podcast, we will discuss all things boys, business, and beauty. As a disclaimer, I will be sharing the things that I have learned and are learning along my journey of healing and success. However, I am no licensed therapist, accounting, or consultant of any kind, and any information you receive should be followed up with your own research, as well as trial and error to see what works best for you. Now, without any further ado, let's talk. What's up, you guys? I want to jump right into today's episode, which is about support. I also want to offer a disclaimer because I did have to re-record today's episode, and my boys are here, and they're up. Usually, I record my podcast when they are sleeping or when they are not here, but being a mom, being a boy mom at that, they are here, so I do apologize in advance if you hear my kids jumping, playing, and running around in the background. Anywho again today's topic is on support we're also going to go a little bit into how to reach your target audience and we're also going to um then dive right in and get the update on where we are as jtd company continues to grow so support (laughs) when you think of support you guys especially People who are in my business, where we are creating content and starting small businesses, when we think of support, mm, I don't know about y'all, but me, personally, I really didn't have any, okay? I really didn't have any support. And I wanna speak to the people who are out here, just like me, starting a business, going on year one or two, and you know, you still don't feel like you really have that support team that you feel like would help at least boost your morale and maybe even, you know, help you out in the mental department and just, you know, it could just, support can really go a long way, right? Well, to those of us who know that support is, very far a few in between I just want to let y'all know one you got this baby whether it's just you and God or you know just you and your kids you your kids and God you got this so even if you feel like your friends and family is supporting you don't give up because you know you're going to really regret i looking back and realizing, okay, I gave up because those two people didn't support me. Even though it's 7.5 billion people in the world. When those two people didn't support me, I just gave up. You're going to regret that. Two, stop looking for support from your friends and family and start looking for support from your target audience. Let's be real here, you guys. a lot of cases you guys the products or services we are offering one shouldn't be for everybody because remember we're trying to reach a specific type of person you know because again what's the saying if you're trying to reach everyone you're going to reach no one right okay most of the time your friends and family and the people that you're looking for support from it's not your target audience the services and products that you are providing are not for them. So let's just say, I'm going to give you an example. Let's take me. I sell little boys clothing, right? Which means if I know I have friends and family and they have little girls, well, guess what? My products aren't necessarily for them. They might find a sweater or a shirt or something that they like and, you know, may purchase it, but let's be real. It's not for them. It's for little boys. Also, the content I produce is for people who are starting a business and um, want some resources on how to start that business, how to grow that business. And most of the people I know don't have businesses. They're not even talking about starting a business. And if they are talking about starting a business, they aren't taking the necessary steps and actions to actually start it. So my content isn't for them. My content is for those people who are actively looking to start their business, trying to figure out what's their first steps, where to go, um, which way they should go about it, especially when it comes to e-commerce, because that's what I'm doing and focusing on. So that's what I can talk about. So you guys do not be, you know, in shambles if your friends and family don't support you. And this goes right into our topic about finding your target audience, okay? When it comes to finding your target audience, the best way to do it is honestly to sit down and create a buyer's persona. What is a buyer's persona, okay? A buyer's persona is where you really create a person, an avatar, person, character, whatever you want to call it. Write down all the demographics of this character. Um, mind you, this is your idea customer. So you want to research how much this person makes, where this person lives, um, what do they watch, how long they spend their time on social media, how much they spend their time watching TV, how much they spend their time in the car, how much they spend on average when it comes to shopping, what do they like to do in their downtime, what occupation are they doing, how much money they're making a year. You want to really dive into that person, create this character. And Figure out what they're doing and when they're doing it so you can know how and when to market. So, I'm still learning this. I really am. And I really am not going to lie to y'all. I'm going to be 100% real. Y'all know I'm real on this podcast from felonies to the det- <laughs> I'm from felonies to failures, okay? But I haven't really put that much time into finding my buyer's persona, which is probably costing me a lot of which is probably wasting me a lot of time um but the thing is I have a mom who's in that market for my idea customer the only thing is she doesn't have a a younger son um my brother right now is I believe 19 um going on 20 this year and He's going to be too old for my clothes. I'm not making clothes for 19 and 20 year olds. I'm making clothes for um ages 2t to preteen. But yeah, she's not in my market as far as she doesn't have the child. But as far as the money, as far as where she lives, as far as how much she spends on social media, as far as how much she um drives her car, I kind of take my information from her as well as she has friends that are also that successful and, you know, likes to shop. My mom loves to shop, (laughs) especially she loves shopping luxury. She really don't like cheap clothes. Um, her friends, same thing. These are my target audience. These are the people I'm trying to reach. And these people aren't spending all their time on social media. Um, these people aren't really, searching for new things so these are people whose trust I gotta gain which means I have to show up um and show out every time I have to make sure I'm showing up in a way that they can reach me I know that my mom and her friends they go to work every morning you know so well my mom used to go to work every morning now she works from home but I know her friends they still go to work they still have to go into the office you know what that means they still have at least you know, approximately a 20 minute drive to work, you know, what they could be doing in this 20 minute drive, listening to this podcast. So you want to really kind of drill into what your customer likes, what your customer needs, what your customer does, how they do it, when they do it, and really try to focus in on trying to target them where they are another great thing that i learned this takes me into this point um shout out to i believe it was either sean kennel from official think media check them out on instagram at um, official think media or on youtube at think media they really help with um growing your youtube channel and really teach you a lot about um cameras and just a lot of other things or it could have been Tori Lormax from um, Cultivating Her Space podcast. Um, check out that podcast, Cultivating Her Space, H E R. Um, they have dots in between. That's why I spelled it out. But their podcast is all about uh, mental health for black women and just support and growing. And it's a beautiful podcast. Check them out. But one of those two said that your student is going to find you. And what does that mean? That means. Think about it. If you were going to start a business, what's one of the first things you do? Google or YouTube, how to start a business. Then guess what? When everybody comes up on the list and you're about to pick, okay, which one I want, The person that resonates with you is going to be your teacher. That's the one who you're going to listen to. And then you're going to maybe even follow up on some more videos and learn as much as you can from this person because they resonate with you. You connect with them. They get it. Um, They're making it in a way that you can get it. And that's what that means to me when I hear that. um, When I hear that quote, your student will find you. So, when I make my content, I literally make content for my students to find me. If somebody wants to learn about dropshipping, which is something that I'm doing, I put out a video, how to start dropshipping in 2022. if somebody was to ask me, what camera do you use for your YouTube channel? Or what um, camera do you think is the best camera for you to use on your YouTube channel? Guess what I'm... I put on my YouTube, I'm creating videos, best vlogging camera for YouTube in 2022, best camera for beginners, best video cameras. That way, when somebody goes to search these things, they're going to find me and they're going to find valuable content. Also, you have to think about what age group is the people that you're trying to connect with in because different age groups do and view things completely different. My mom really isn't a big fan of social media. She is Generation X, not a big fan of social media. Um, A lot of her friends aren't a big fan of social media. They don't spend a lot of their time on social media. One, because they have real lives and other things to do. But two, um, they're busy. They're busy. They're busy making the money that I want them to spend on my clothes. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They're busy um, just... Working and creating and having a life outside of social media. Generation X likes to live outside of social media. They are really private. They don't really share um, life with the world like that. They don't really like change or new things. So you, you have to market to them. You really have to market to them. They really don't mind spending money on things that they feel like it's worth spending money on. But again, it has to really catch their attention and you have to keep their attention. Another thing, another, another example of a generation, um, difference generation Z, they spend most of their time on the internet. They are also probably the most tech savvy generation there is because even though us millennials was born into the world where it wasn't on technology and then the technology came and we kind of grew with technology they came into the world with technology so that's all they know they know technology they don't know a world without it um so when you're reaching them it's best that you stay on instagram stay on TikTok, keep up with the latest trends and things like that me i don't really like trend jacket and keeping up with the latest trends one because i like to be different if i am going to become successful I wanted, to because, I wanted to become successful because of how unique the brand was, how hard I worked, how much time and effort I put into it, the quality of my clothes, the quality of the packaging, the, the customer service that I provide, all of those things. Those are the things that I want to become known for when it comes to my brand and business, right? So I don't do things like Trend Jack to kind of, you know, be seen or... Um, there's a lot of different techniques that you can do that I, that really don't sit well with me just because it feels like certain things that you do, if you do it, you're only going to be hyped for that moment. And then you're going to be constantly trying to keep up with, um, everything that's going on just to, you know, I guess be, be successful or, or continue to be seen. And I'm not trying to keep up with the world to be seen. I want to be in my own lane And when the world's ready to see me, they're going to see me. Again, you just want to pay attention to how you're trying to reach your audience. Another thing I want to mention is in this day and age, people like a brand. Okay, people like a full brand. Um, I know for myself when I'm on Instagram and I see something cute and they have like an Instagram shop, sometimes I'm tempted to buy like I think about it for a second but then I go on their page trying to find more about them the store um anything and it's the only thing I'm seeing is the items that they're selling I have no idea who you guys are what you stand for anything and I I really don't trust it. I don't know if you're going to take my money. I don't see no face on this brand. Like who's representing this brand? So if somebody was to take my money, I wouldn't even be able to say, oh, this person did it or warm, you know, it's just certain things that a brand can really help when it comes to your business. My brand um, is across multiple different social media platforms. I do this so that my target audience can become familiar with me. They see my face, they see it's posted on Facebook, they see it's posted on Instagram, they see it's on YouTube, they see the podcast, they see my kids' face. They know this is a legitimate company with a legitimate person behind, um, behind closed doors working to push forward. They see my kids, so they also know I'm a single mom with two boys, so I'm not just selling little boys' clothing, I actually have a reason on why I'm selling it and you see my inspiration for it because my kids are the face of the brand so try to if you are up to it try to build a brand behind your business that way it can just give your business a little more legitimacy and just help your customers feel a little more comfortable with buying from you and so your brand can become a little bit more trusting in the eyes of a consumer other than that, you guys, I'm going to continue to update y'all when it comes to like how to reach your target audience. I'm going to go ahead and talk to you about how I've improved in that department when I do improve. Um, but now I want to get right into um, where JT where JTD Co is right before I go ahead and end this podcast. I just want to give you guys a little update. So with JTD Co shop. I am in a process of trying to make a new store. I'm going to review Wix because that's what I'm trying to use right now. It's with a square space. Neither one of these is working as smoothly as Shopify. So I may just go right back to Shopify, but I'm really not too sure. Also, we are going to be offering custom clothing items and not sample pieces anymore. Um Just because i feel like offering sample pieces kind of contributed to the fail of the first e-commerce store that i had um when you are going on there and you are seeing items that you can get from walmart or old navy or burlington why order something and wait for shipping you can just get up and go to the store and grab it right so now i just want to create custom pieces custom designs custom looks and custom collections so that our brand could be known for our own individual style so we're going to go ahead and make that step that transition into custom clothing now here's the thing when i think about custom clothing how i want to do my custom clothing line i want to jump into embroidery and if you don't know what embroidery is it is designing and stitches instead of like the printing press or the heat press and things like that so I'm want to get into embroidery and i'm doing my research this was something i've been thinking about for a long time i just knew it was gonna cost more than drop shipping and i really didn't have it to start and i kind of still don't have it to start but i'm i'm going to try to put the work in and things like that but i want to go into embroidery one, I just feel like the quality of my clothing is going to be a lot better and last a lot longer if the design was embroidered instead of a heat and press. Um, but I kind of don't want to eliminate the heat and press altogether. So I don't know. I'm still thinking about designing certain pieces um, where the heat and press can come on, and and you know, y'all can get. Uh, print on designs or heat press designs, but i I'm really really want to get into the tap into this embroidery. I've went ahead and um, applied for finances for Ricomo embroidery, which is a company that sells industrial embroidery machines. Um, the one I was looking to finance had ten heads, and you know that way I won't have to change the color out every time or. You know, do just certain little things I would not have to do. And they offer this great package that comes with so many things. So, hopefully I do get approved for financing for that. But if not, I'm also looking into the Brother embroidery machine. Um, I've done my research on that one as well. It only has one head. But um, I am told that it is really good for beginner designs. And... It's a lot easier to learn and get your hands on and things like that. That one is a $1,000 and I'm willing to drop a $1,000 on an embroidery machine just to start. Even though I also know that even though it's a $1,000, that don't mean that's all I'm going to have to spend because there's multiple accessories that I'm going to have to get that, um, that comes with it in order to really start my embroidery journey as soon as I get it. So... I'm going to spend around 1500 on embroidery and accessories and which is fine. Once I start getting my embroidery once I get my embroidery machine and start trying to play with the designs and things like that, then we're going to start selling our start selling our custom clothing and things like that. I may go ahead and do print on demand just because I did say I was going to give drop shipping another try. So I may go ahead and do print-on-demand so that I can give you guys an update and review on how that works. Um, But yeah, we're looking to do embroidery. We're looking to really tap into that embroidery niche. Just because I really do feel like I can take that so far as far as when it comes to quality of the clothes. And being able to have a luxurious clothing line because I want my clothes to be luxury for my little boys. Um, I don't. I don't want them to be walking around in, you know, clothes of no quality, zero quality. So that's what we're doing. Um, and it's been about two years since I've opened my business. Um, it's only been a year since I had my LLC. But now it's time for me to re-register everything. So I have to re-register my LLC, re-register with the state of Ohio, um, re-register my account with Sam. It's a lot of things that I have to re-register and um, renew my domain subscription need to renewal. My Wondershare account needs renewal, which is my video editor. Um it's a lot of things that need to be renewed so i want you guys to keep that in mind too especially if you're coming up on your first or second year business and you got a llc the year prior or you registered your business as something a year prior check every year and make sure that things don't need to be renewed or updated um in a system because right now I don't, right now, I'm an LLC until, oh wait, until today, I think. Um, but I do have to renew it in order for businesses to actually look me up and find me, um, and, you know, accredited me as a legitimate business, a legitimate LLC. I do have to renew that, and I do have to renew with the state of Ohio as well. Um. So... And yeah, that's what we're working on, which is a lot of work, but I know it's going to be worth it in the end. Also, I want to say one last thing before I go, you guys. You guys, since it's been a year or two since my business is open, I'm starting to get those um, letters when it comes to the credit card companies offering pre-approvals, offering funding and things like that. So next week, I want to get into a little bit about that um, and some more things just because I recently had a credit card company reach out, and I just wanted to share some cautions, some precautions that I learned to actually take when it comes to these credit card companies offering small business funding. So yeah, you guys, that's just a little bit about um, what's going on, a little quick update. But it's time to bring this talk to an angel, guys. I am so excited for you guys to continue to join me, continue to listen to me, continue to support. I appreciate it so much. I want you to go ahead and share this podcast with your friends and family. If you got any value out of it or you just really enjoyed listening, if you want to keep up with us outside the podcast, go ahead and catch our YouTube channel at Co. That's where I get visuals for the things that I talk about on the podcast. As well as you can join our Facebook group at JTBCo.shop or follow us on Instagram at JTBCo.shop. And now you guys, my kids are waking up. So until next Wednesday, I will talk to you guys later. Bye.